Gets to fourth, further back to Elderbear and Miley. Heading off the back straight in 28-5 for the third quarter. It's She's a Wish in front now called on two metres. Our Marvella, She's Ruby Roo out three wide. Rocking with Attitude about to get the run. It's She's a Wish in front. On the outside now, She's Ruby Roo. Rocking with Attitude's coming through. Rocking with Attitude, sprinted to the lead and she's going to win tonight. She bolts away. She's good from behind. Comes clear and wins easily. It's Rocking with Attitude by... Rocking with Attitude. Winning the Highland Harness Colours three-year-old trotting fillies final for David Miles and a very happy band of owners. <laughs> She's a wish in a second spot. She's Ruby Roo into third. Elder, Bar- 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 Elder Baron Miley, another great honest effort in fourth. I dream of Millie at $126 and a great race in fifth. Dichotomy sixth. Giselle Marvella ran a race to only be beaten 15 metres as well. And uh, there were some hard luck stories back in the pack as well. She was a very strong three-year-old trotting fillies division, if you ask me. That lead rating, this one was 29.2, so a bit sharper than the boys, but nothing extravagant. They went at it for about 150 metres, Nathan Jack and David Miles, and then once that space opened up, David uh, rolled into that spot behind the leader, and it was a wonderful, wonderful drive by Miles. He, a uh, quarters 31 32-5, 28-6, and 28.9. She's very fast over a couple hundred metres. She showed it twice in a race, and it's a credit to David for his training and driving performance of Rocking With Attitude. Yeah, hasn't she been a wonderful little filly? She, yeah. uh, I suppose that was just deserves after 12 months ago when she got taken on in just ludicrous circumstances, uh, taken on for 600 metres in a 42-something lead time um, from one of the Kiwis. Just ridiculous attack. And uh, unfortunately, it brought her undone, but she bounced back this year and she got the Breeders' Crown that she thoroughly deserves. Uh, Miles, he did drive her an absolute treaty. He pushed hard enough to open that gap up and uh, once he got the sit on She's a Wishes back, she was going to be very hard to beat. They backed it off to 31-1 and 32-5. Gave them the breather that they needed. 28-6 down the back and boy, she just exploded once David pulled her to the inside and uh, yeah, terrific win. Um, And as you say, the big group of owners, Michelle Arnott and all the friends were over the moon jumping. You can hear them just about on uh, on the race call. So <laughs> you won't miss them, that's for sure. They they absolutely love their horses and uh, they know how to celebrate. So congratulations to them. She's a Wish was really good, brave in defeat, still held on for second place. She's Ruby Roo bounced back to some of her better form. She did a little bit of work out three wide and, and stuck on really good up the straight. Aldebar Miley had the nice sit. Three back the pegs. Just missed out on third place. I dream of Millie, as she said, for Ruffy has gone really well. Dichotomy was three wide with trail. Has only been beaten 14 metres in our Marvella, as you say, only beaten 15 metres. But honestly, if you take the winner out, there wasn't that much. There was only sort of 10 metres or 9.5 metres between second and 11th. So it was an, mm. probably a good run by all the horses there. Valerie Lane uh, got beaten, well beaten, but he galloped out and uh, just trailed the field. So, yeah, terrific win, rocking with attitude and thoroughly deserved. Uh, she's now earned the most prize money for the season for three-year-olds. And uh, just spare a thought for the people deciding three-year-old trotter of the year, Steve. So... Uh, Rocking with Attitude won the New South Wales Oaks and Derby and Queensland Oaks and Derby. She won the Vic Bread. She ran, of course, second in the Oaks and she wins the Breeders' Crown. 
against not as promised, who's won the Victorian Derby and the and the uh, Australasian Breeders' Crown. So if he goes to New Zealand and wins the Northern Derby, uh, you'll be splitting hairs there to decide uh, who is the. Can't count New Zealand into it, I don't think. I think it's only oh. on Australian shores, so shouldn't you, matter what he does in New Zealand. No, yeah, that won't count. And I think it's interstate horses, interstate trained horses only performances in Victoria. It's a, Yeah. It's all yeah. yeah. It's all a bit... Oh, I suppose Australian Trotter of the Year might be different to Victorian, I suppose. Yeah, but, and then yeah. you throw London to a brick in there as well. Yeah, well, he's earned the second most prize money. The locomotive has earned more than not as promised. So yeah. <laughs> when you put it in... <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> good luck. It's going to be interesting, but she's certainly right up there, and she's uh, yeah, she's done a fantastic job. 26 starts now, 17 wins and five seconds, 333,000 in prize money. And just uh, not that long ago, on the 27th of September, the mother had another filly by Elder Baron Eagle, so we've got a full sister on the ground to her at the moment. So I bet you they're looking forward to her. Yeah, uh, a wonderful job he has done, Elder Baron Eagle, 96 foals, 13 winners, Elder Baron Boyd, Elder Baron Demi, Elder Baron Dexter, Elder Baron Jensen, Elder Baron Styles, Avenal Eagle and Dichotomy, all really good trotters and, of course, rocking with attitude. The lead one, Rockin' Shiraz, 24 starts, four wins. She's the mother of Rocking with Attitude by Rock and Roll Heaven. She was an only foal, and this was her first foal, and uh, it goes back to Elite Shiraz, and then Cindy Shiraz, who had, had seven foals, five winners, all paces. So once again, a pacing base. We might take a break, come back and do the fifth race, the IRT Breeders' Crown for two-year-old Colts and Geldings. Leaders back is Storm Rider awaiting the run from the big boss. Third quarter was 27.5. And Timmy Richter up to the final turn. Two metres to Kingman. Leader travels well. Storm Rider's awaiting the run. In the straight, it's Timmy Richter. Five metres in front. He got away into the straight. He showed a tremendous acceleration and he's dashed away, Timmy Richter. Great go for the miners. D-Row getting out, flashing home out wide is some American. But Timmy Richter, he's a star. Won it easily. Beat some American. Some sort of a win for Timmy Richter and Robbie and Pete Dowdy. Uh, who've had horses, Pete's had horses right back to producer troughs, which is some people would remember and uh, he's battled away. His uh, health has not been the greatest of recent years. David Moran gifting a share in this horse, Timmy Richter, to him, uh, which is a beautiful thing for David to do. Two people that have helped David throughout his journey and for him to repay the faith at a time when they needed it more than ever. It's so befitting that this horse won this race, Timmy Richter, the IRT Breeders' Crown, two-year-old Colts and Geldings final. Over some American, the big boss into third, who I kept saying was overs, and uh, he certainly proved to be, in particularly for the place, Kingman, Mickey to success, and I'm Sir Patrick into sixth spot. Of course, Nathan Street galloping out, smoking ace, made that mistake on the first turn. Uh, there was big pressure on that first 200 or so metres. The lead rate in the end, it only ended up being 28.8. Then when he got away with 31.5, 29.4, dashing home 27.6, 27.6, no one was going to beat Timmy Richter, Steve. 
No, it was uh, all changed complexion when yeah. uh, Nathan Street galloped out at the start and uh, David was able to go forward and uh, especially then smoke an ace galloping and just allowed him to roll to the front, dictate terms and uh, was just far too good. This bloke's definitely the best one out of his family by a long shot and uh, I think he's got a big, big future. He was my best bet of the night, so I was pretty happy to see him get up and do it in such a uh, good style. Um, some American, he's a black booker uh, going into this race, and gee, where he was going down the back straight, you certainly wouldn't want to have been on him. And around the corner when Kate tried to ease him three wide, he was hopping and bopping and going rough, and he was just all over the shop. Looked like he was totally out of any chances, but once he straightened up, has this thing got a sprint on him, he will be winning races uh, for sure. So he gets a refresh, so he gets three more runs in the black book on that run because uh, I think as soon as he gets back to normal uh, racing, he'll be certainly winning his way through his grades. There's no doubt about that. The big boss, as you mentioned, was very good running third, lopped into the 1-1, perfect position, following King Man, who fired up a fair bit on Luke McCarthy. He had his hands full of the bell, and uh, this horse will go places when he just finally puts it all together. He's big, he's strong, he, he looks like a three-year-old already, but I think the mindset isn't there, but it will as he gets older. So he's certainly a horse to watch going forward, and, and Mickey to success, another great run from him. He's just so ultra-consistent as well, but Timmy Richter, just hats off to him. It was just such an impressive win. Yeah, uh, Genuine Numbers is in that family, Steve. The Cran Dam is the mother of. He won the Pearl and five out of seven as a two-year-old. was a pretty good horse. And how's modern art go? Lochinvar Art was out of a <laughs> mare by Ponder. Ultimate Art out of a mare by By Example. Uh, Lita McWally, McNally out of a mare by Tip Top Prince. And Cut the Attitude out of a Troublemaker mare. This one's out of a Better's Delight mare. And How does thumbs... David Moran go with modern art? <laughs> he loves them. <laughs> Let's get the 12 o'clock news in more Breeders' Crown analysis on the other side.